You're listening to The Shepherd's Voice, featuring the Roman Catholic Archbishop of Singapore, Archbishop William Goh. My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, the scripture readings today is an invitation to all of us who exercise leadership in different ways to be conscious of our limitations and learn to be humble in leadership. Not thinking that we have the answers to everything in life, to all the questions even of morality. My dear brothers and sisters, a leader must always recognize that he is at the same time a disciple. That is why in today's gospel, Jesus said the disciple is not superior to his teacher. The fully trained disciple will always be like his teacher. We are always, as Pope Francis reminds us, missionary disciples. Even as leaders, as shepherds, we continue to be the sheep of God. And so a leader not only leads, but a leader must also be a disciple, must be willing to learn. Otherwise, Jesus said, can the blind man guide another? Both will fall into the pit. And so there is this grave responsibility for us as leaders. Always to be a good disciple, a good learner. Conscious of our own limitations when we are leading. Otherwise, we can cause more harm than good. Because as leaders, we have great influence over those who served us and those whom we served. It is poor leadership and ignorant leadership that has caused so much division, wars and violence in the world. Whether political leaders religious leaders, corporate leaders, or even at home. And leaders, very often, they act in ignorance. There are two ways leaders are ignorant. First is simply intellectual ignorance because of pride. And especially when we live in a world of individualism and relativism. All of us think that we have the right answer to every question in life. Every answer must be tailored to our needs and our preference. Ignorance is dangerous because when we look at the divisions among religions in the world. It is because of intellectual pride that we 
often misinterpret others' religious beliefs or we distort what others are saying or what other believers truly believed in. We read a little bit here and there and very often from wrong sources and we give our interpretations and explanations to our own believers, causing them to be even more misled. And that's the reason why sometimes among religions, there is a lot of hostility because of the ignorance of leaders. Misinterpreting, distorting the teachings of other religions. Sometimes, to tell you the truth, they do not even know their own faith enough, and yet they want to interpret the faith of others. If only they keep to their own faith, then at least they will be able to grow in understanding and in wisdom. And so, my dear brothers and sisters, ignorance because of intellectual pride is destructive. But there is another kind of ignorance. Ignorance that comes from misguided zeal. This is even more dangerous than the first form of ignorance. The first form of ignorance, intellectual pride, hopefully one day a person can be enlightened and to discover the truth and to recognize that he has been ignorant. This kind of ignorance can be forgiven much easier. That is why the Lord Jesus when he was hanging on the cross, he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they are doing. But that is the other kind of ignorance. It is an ignorance that springs from misguided zeal. Being zealous for the gospel, zealous for our faith is a good thing. But unfortunately, when you are overzealous, you are so focused on your faith on the way you understand your faith, on the way you understand other people's religion or other political beliefs, that we tend to impose our faith on others and we tend to condemn others who do not subscribe to what we believed. We discredit them. And misguided zeal very often springs from pride and fear. Fanaticism and fundamentalism basically springs from fear. Fear that people will expose their erroneous views. That is why those who are overzealous are over-defensive of whatever they say, trying to run down others if we are not overzealous, then we'd be ready to offer our views firmly, at the same time, receptive, open to the views of others. Because we can learn something. We can dialogue. We can discover new things that perhaps we have not seen. And so it's very important for us as a leader that while we have our own 
views of life, of morality, of church. At the same time, there must be a certain receptivity, openness to respect people's alternative views, so to speak. It is through dialogue, through trying to understand where they are coming from, that we are able to engage people who think differently from us in a much better way. And that was what happened to St. Paul. He was overzealous to the extent that he became a blasphemer, he did everything to discredit the Christian faith, and he persecuted them and put them to death. He was overzealous because of his upbringing. And normally a person who has misguided zeal, very often, very often, eh, they come from very wounded background. They had some traumatic experience in their lives. And that is why they tend to look at situations in life from a very narrow perspective and from a very wounded perspective. That's the reason why you notice if you read the social media, there are some people who will overreact to certain aspects of offences, crimes, sins against morality, overzealous to the extent of wanting to bring down those people who commit the offences or have done something wrong, overzealous to the extent of condemning them and destroying them. That is misguided zeal. If we are truly zealous for God, we do not act in that manner. That is why you notice St. Paul, after his conversion, after his conversion, he was a changed person. He was a sinner. He became a great saint. St. Paul was zealous in preaching the gospel as well, as he did in Judaism. But this time, he was not persecuting people. He was not discrediting other people. But he was firm in his belief. And he tried to engage people, the Gentiles, the Greeks, who did not share in his belief. He was open, receptive. He was always offering the gospel free, but without imposition. And always with respect. That's why from a great sinner, he became a great saint. Because, why? He was healed by the Lord. He was blinded. Because he was at first blind and then blinded by the Lord's ray of light. The truth blinded him. And the blindness caused him to be able to read deep into his own wounded heart of the past. And because of that, he was healed of his self-righteousness, of all his fears. He was trying to achieve salvation through the laws. But after he met Christ, and Christ called him and spoke to him, he was healed. He was no longer self-righteous. 
but he was full of fervor still. Being zealous doesn't mean being self-righteous. If you are self-righteous and you say you are zealous, definitely it's a misguided zeal. If you can be zealous without being uh, persecuting of others, respectful of others, that is zeal. That is the Christian zeal. Out of love, out of compassion. But when we do things out of love, it is always a gift. Never any form of coercion. And that is why he said, Mercy has shown me, because until I became a believer, I have been acting in ignorance, the grace of our Lord filled me with faith and with the love that is in Christ Jesus. And so, my dear brothers and sisters, we must pray for this gift, that the Lord will heal our hearts, heal our woundedness, heal our blindness, so that we can guide others. And Jesus wants us, Take the plank out of your own eye first, and then you'll be able to see clearly enough to take the splinter that is in your brother's eyes. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Shepherd's Voice, featuring His Grace, Archbishop William Goh. This podcast is brought to you by Catholic SG Radio.